When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Regulators. You regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steal if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! Mount up. It was a clear black... Hello, Lakers fans. Welcome to Ball In, Ball Out, a hoop-ball presentation. My name is Eli Bauman. On my left is the professor, the guru, Ooh. Daniel Bespris. I like that. That was enjoyable. Hello, everybody. And on my right, back from a week-long, a week-tune medita- silent meditation retreat, is the other guru, <laughs> <laughs> the gentle sheriff, Enrique Eric Noble, the doctor. I would say hi, but I'm supposed to be silent. So. <laughs> yeah, I got to know. I got to know like what that was like. So you heard no noises of any kind for like a week and a half, or you heard like nature sounds? There were instructors giving us, uh, yeah, nature noises, uh, my roommate farting. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. you had a roommate? Yeah, a gentleman named Tobias from, from Copenhagen. Was he a... Uh, it uh, actually wasn't him farting, it was me farting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I was going to say, Eric, a known sleep farter. <laughs> was he a never nude like This the retreat other did not cure that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were eating nothing but like legumes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, that sounds crazy. What's it like to come back into the world and just hear like... People honking at each other, the rain pitter pattering, uh, like death and other things that happen in the world. It was super weird to be on the retreat, and it's been super weird yeah. coming back from the retreat. That's I'm crazy. Sure. I can't even imagine. I did one last year, but not a fully uh, silent one, but almost silent. And it's very, I remember I had the same experience where I was, remember walking through the airport and talking to my wife and being like, Hello, honey. Like, <laughs> it's great to see. Oh, a man just hit me with a suitcase. <laughs> and then, like, by like a week and a half in, you're like, ah, f-. yeah, <laughs> like it, it, it does wear off. I was but. starting all sentences with namaste, and now <laughs> the percentage of time is only like twenty down to twenty percent that I say namaste. You guys can't see this at home, but Eric grew a ponytail. It <laughs> took him a week and a half. In the week, it's actually yeah. kind of amazing. Yeah, he was like Samson. He just grew it real fast. <laughs> He's filled with strength. Eli, you had a a fun New Year's that we got into very briefly on our last. I had show. the exact opposite New Year's as, as Eric had. Yeah, I, had a very I was in between. I was in Times Square, freezing, surrounded by like loud drunk people, and Steve Harvey dressed dressed like the Michelin Man slash pimp. There was a scene. I was we tuned into the Steve Harvey New Year's show because I was like, I know Eli. He works on this show. <laughs> yeah, and it was just in time for him to have some sort of wardrobe malfunction, like the neck piece popped out. Oh yeah, he was very upset about that. I could tell. You could tell on live TV. He was he, really not happy to be here. I think it was, it was cold. It How looked, could Steve Harvey be upset about a wardrobe malfunction? His whole life has been one giant wardrobe <laughs> that's malfunction. A very, that's a very good point. And also, he wore like a like a hat and with, with like eight belt buckles on like a woman's <laughs> fur jacket. I mean, he wore like the most complex thing you could possibly have. To... They did some weird stuff here on the West Coast and this 
won't have any bearing on either of you guys. I can tell this story because neither of you experienced a West Coast New no. Year in the traditional sense. We were watching the Steve Harvey one, and I was looking at my, my, my Apple phone because I was like, this is synced with the universe or whatever, <laughs> the t- Apple, Apple time. And, uh, and there was no countdown at 9 o'clock here on the West Coast. They oh, didn't that's do, weird. They delay it till midnight they here. They delayed it. They right. didn't realize, or I didn't realize. I blame it on them. It's clearly my fault. But I have a child who's a year and two months old. We're not making it to midnight. Right. You want the 9 p.m. I want the 9 p.m. badly. And instead, uh, the, the Fox one, I think, at 9 p.m. your time was like three little kids singing. Yeah, the Melissa's. <laughs> <laughs> like they were ca- ca- named like the Malise Way Brothers, the Maliswees. Yeah, we were watching. We we're like, oh, this I had is to a spell sweet it way. phonetically so Steve Harvey <laughs> didn't screw it up. <laughs> well, I just kept thinking, this is a sweet way to roll into the countdown, and then they just sang straight through the nine yeah, o'clock hour. We don't hour. care about you. And we looked at the phone. We're like, um, all right, well, that was that was that. Yeah. So happy we, New Year, happy New happy Year, happy New Year. So we switched over to CNN, which was covering on East Coast time, and they were just drunk. As I know, yeah, I know. Don, that's just an excuse for Don Lemon to get wasted. <laughs> he was, yeah, they were all, uh, Andy Cohen was bombed yeah, out of his It's gourd. weird that that show is on CNN. Yeah, that was strange as hell. And then I heard apparently one of them was just like high as a kite also. I'm sure. That was well, Andy, Andy smokes like a chimney. Oh, so maybe that's, think, yeah. he was very... I wish I was high. I was so <laughs> cold and sober as a whistle. <laughs> just dead stone sober the entire time. It was so cold. Well, I'm glad that uh, the Lakers could bring you such a joy right after the New Year turn. Because you and I, Eli, we talked, uh, shoot, what was it, like six days ago? Yeah, pre-Thunder. Right before the Lakers just got manhandled by the Thunder on uh, Paul George Awareness Yeah, night. come to our team, Paul. We don't, we lo- don't we look great? We only lost by 37. Yeah. That's progress. Nowhere to go but up, Paul. Mm. So we got three games to break down. And Eric, did you... What were you able to find out about Lakers while you were gone? Nothing. Zero. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. What did you do? <laughs> Wait, I have a better I, question. I, because Eli and I never took you off the group chat while we were trying to figure out when we could meet on things. So you returned. No, I tri- returned to 89 text messages from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That was my immediate input from the world. <laughs> Nothing Eli. could be more useless. <laughs> Completely and utterly. Oh, man. No, but, so where do we begin? But, but, but the... The point of my retreat, I guess my takeaway message from the retreat, is actually applicable oh. to this phase of the Lakers season. Pete, preach. Let me t- uh, tell you guys about a word I learned from the Pali language when the Buddha was around. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about Siddhartha? S- Siddhartha. Okay, talk. okay. That Buddha. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, sure. Um, dukkha. Mm. You guys, you guys, up on this word dukkha? That I seems know, like what the, I was going to say. Yeah, it seems like the like... Lakers made a dukkha in that game against the Thunder. <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah, it's Paul not... Lodukha. Green Day is like oh. missing fourth album. Oh yeah, <laughs> I got that three times for one Christmas. Yeah, from three relatives who didn't know me very well. Merry Christmas, nineteen ninety-five. Yeah, like what do kids like? All right, sorry, Wait, Eric. Well, that, that's, a, that's a form of dukkha because dukkha is suffering. And, oh. and you know, Buddhism is all about right. recognizing the dukkha of the universe. And right. December and the beginning of January. Can't think of a better oh. way to describe the Lakers yeah, we season were right now. Duking left and right. Duking <laughs> left and right. <laughs> I think duca. that should be the title of this podcast. <laughs> Duking left and right. Can, is there a way? I'm going to Google the correct like transliteration of that so that I can call this show Lakers Duca. Uh, yeah, it was bad. Um, all right. Well, you know, presumably everybody that's listening to this pod got our thoughts on everything up to the Thunder game. Uh, 37-point loss to the Thunder, a mere 14-point loss to the Charlotte Hornets, and then a 19-point win 
over the Atlanta Hawks. God bless the Hawks. God bless the Hawks. I have I have beef with the Atlanta Hawks, but that's I don't know if this is Yeah, you know what? Screw yeah, it. This is the time. Yeah, I got out. I got beef. Uh so tanking is is a tradition like no other. What's the what's the masters? masters? A, tra- a tradition unlike unlike any other. The, so tanking is much like the masters like no in other. golf. Yeah, someone will correct us on that. I'm sure. Uh, and teams play bad players or young players that have no idea what they're doing, and they end up losing because they're just bad. Right. Right. I mean, the Lakers, for all intents and purposes, tanked for like three years. <laughs> yes. We just sort of played guys that we knew would ultimately, after 48 minutes of basketball, lose the game. The Hawks are throwing games, which to me feels... I know tanking itself is kind of disingenuous, but everybody knows that it's happening. They aren't playing their rookie, John Collins, who's good. Right, he is good. I He's like good. They they played him eight minutes in that last game that they had a legitimate chance of winning, which the Hawks' last game was against the Clippers. They were up five with a minute to go and went to a hack a DeAndre strategy to prevent the Clippers comeback. You got to do it. You got to. You can't you, let the clock just run out like that. Throw line. You, you can't just let it run out with you, you ahead. Want the, yeah, you want to stop the clock as many times as possible when you're ahead. And it's the second time they've done something like this. I don't know if you guys saw the Hawks Suns game from a week and a half ago. Why would any of any exactly. of us watch the Hawks versus? The so Suns? this is why I think they can get away with it because they're doing it in games that no one in their right mind would ever watch. Right. The uh, the Hawks were down three with six seconds to go in that game. No timeouts. Inbound pass to Dennis Schroeder, all of our favorite player, I know, uh, who Eli's going to look like at the end of the year when he has to frost his tips. Uh, Dennis Schroeder took it the length of the court and laid it in for a one-point loss. Cool. He didn't stop to take a three. They made no effort to tie that game and send Maybe it to overtime. Maybe it's part of like a German austerity measure. It was weird. Just go for two points. It was, was super weird. They were also one and a half point underdogs, which was especially fishy. People hate Schroeder. Schroeder's in the weird category of like other players hate uh, Dennis Schroeder. He's the Blake Bortles of the NBA. Man, I, I mean, I what do you? What goes through your mind? You're a legitimate professional coach. Like yeah. Mike Budenholzer, like yeah. he's, oh, he's in on it. They too. won like sixty-five games the other, yeah, like yeah. two years have ago. Some pride and some respect, and evidently and not just to 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 go all did, in on this. Do they even have uh, a front office? Because didn't Danny Ferry wasn't that the Danny oh, the, Ferry the racist racism. emails? Yeah, against our boy Lou Dang. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Lou Dang is Lou Dang is the like footnote in so many other weird stories that's really true he's everywhere like danny Fi- fairy's firing was about calling saying luol dang had a little african in him oh my god the kobe bryant thing trade got nullified because luol dang was included in it now <laughs> we have like our team is in kind of limbo because we have this luol dang contract no one knows where luol dang is we had one player in jail for a month and we, we saw him more than luol dang <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where is he? Where uh, is he? We need like Carmen Sandy. We need like the what's the, the yeah. doo wop group? Oh, Rockapella. We need Rockapella and that woman who I forget. Oh, what the, her chief. Name. R. I. the chief. R.I.P. 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 The chief. To f- where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Luol Dang for us. Well, where luck- is he? Luckily for you guys, uh, I think I've told you this already. The host of that show lives in this apartment complex. Oh, right. Can, can Greg Lee on the case. Yeah, he's in apartment like two hundred five. He's right above us. I'm not joking. We kind of needed. Luol Deng, I mean, I don't know if he can play because I've only seen him play for like five minutes in two years, but we could have used Luol Deng over that nine-game losing streak. Maybe. Any, anything to... He's like a veteran. Like he yeah, wouldn't, he's a professional he's basketball player. He's a professional player, basketball player. And he would have, yeah, he would have made a difference. I assume he's healthy because he hasn't had to run in two years. 
Where is he? <laughs> I don't know. Harrison Fagan thought that they just leave him in the locker room during games just to like so not you think be a he's distraction. In the, you think he's in the building? Yeah, yeah. Harrison said he travels with the team and he's being, for all accounts, a, a good mentor yeah. to all the other players, but just doesn't. But he's not on the bench. Which, which he. When he explained it, I thought, you know, that's a reasonable move. Yeah, just so save, that... save like the questioning and the embarrassment for all parties involved. Sure, but like, why, why isn't he playing on the road? He could go to the bench. I feel like those things that he was mentioning, which were very apt, was like they don't want the crowd to start chanting "Lou all" to try to get him in and make a scene of it. Do we think that's going to happen? I think so, because <laughs> the Laker fans are known for it. Like chanting for the last guy on the bench. What did we in summer league? What did we chant for? <laughs> sing and ding. Oh yeah, sing and ding <laughs> on the Mavericks. Yeah, there you go. They That's... had a yeah giant Indian guy and a giant Chinese guy. Oh yeah, I remember that sing and ding. So yeah, I guess he's around on the like on the road. That wouldn't happen though. But see, I would yell for Thomas Bryant. I wouldn't like Luol Deng. I respect as like a person who has like a legitimate body of work. He's not even if he would be the twelfth man. He's not like the spirit of the 12th man you know like mark madsen still as an assistant coach is more the spirit of the 12th man <laughs> than luol dang like i would i'd be cheering for thomas bryan or zubats oh if he's a zubats if i were to kind of obnoxiously ch- chant for someone to come in the game yeah i don't know all right should we hit these games because i don't even remember them it just seems like a wave of sadness but at least we faced a team who was trying to lose in atlanta which was perfect for us yeah, I don't even know what to say about the Thunder game. I've I have no thoughts. It was just bad. Yeah, I mean the one thing I I've kind of been thinking is that like I do think that the period of kind of looking ahead to next year as far as like what free agents are going to come is kind of done for me cuz our team just got super sad and I realized that like we got to just like keep our eye on our own paper and like the most important thing is like our players playing well and developing and that seemed to go by the wayside cuz everyone's too busy focusing on like who might come next year. This yeah. this season's coming down to one thing and one thing only for me. It's the draft pick. I that we don't have. So want <laughs> no, just I this season will be a success if we are not two through five. I, I agree yeah. wholeheartedly. I cannot about, go to Boston. I care about nothing less. <laughs> I can nothing more. I cannot yeah. bear Danny Ainge's smug face. When it comes in, like, number Guys, two, I'm, I can't I'm deal. I'm really nervous. I mean, Sonny made that point when he was on the, the pod. The only thing Laker you can get under the skin of Laker fans is, like, bringing up the Celtics. Oh, yeah. And this would had such insult to injury if we lost this Ugh. pick two to five to them. Ugh. So, th- to me, this is the only the only thing that matters at this season. I couldn't agree more. So, I couldn't agree more. So, how do we – okay, so how do we climb out? of that stop playing the rockets warriors and cavaliers but we play better against those teams honestly than we do against the charlottes i think we're gonna beat i think we're gonna beat the kings in this next game i was gonna say i'm predicting uh, we're gonna go on a rocket ship win streak here of two (laughs) yeah because then the spurs are on thursday but look like the thing is earlier in the season even though we were losing we were losing competitively we were really trying we were we were punching above our weight class the last month has seemed like that Charlotte game and no, the Thunder game. Yeah, minimal looked, effort. Okay, so l- can we hit the elephant in the room here, which is the LeVar Ball quote? I think he actually galvanized the team. Okay, well, I want to get to that, too. Ooh. Okay. I want to get to that, too, because we actually mentioned this before this happened. Yeah, that it was coming. Well, we said, look, it actually, with Lonzo out, 
people are now criticizing other guys on the team mm-hmm. and they're in trade rumors and they have rabbit ears, whereas Lonzo actually kind of rolls off of him. And we may be suffering because LeVar Ball is in Lithuania and Lonzo's not playing. So therefore, like, our usual circus is not in town. So we have the kind of like this other circus, which is more poisonous for our actual players. Yeah, Lonzo's a lightning rod, and then, which is nice. Yeah, lo and behold, here comes LeVar saying that the team has quit on our coach. <laughs> and then they stop quitting. And it's all it. about LeVar Ball now again and Lonzo, and suddenly everyone plays better. I'm not saying that that necessarily makes sense, but it is a theory. Luke's reaction was priceless. So that was oh, so Eric, nice. Eric, walk us through it. Yeah, it was, it was a press conference, and one of the reporters was questioning why he took Lonzo out. And Luke just deadpan face said, well, his dad was talking so I took him out and then pause for a few seconds and then smile. That's just, that's, that's the perfect way to handle it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It gave me so much more, so much more like buy-in on Luke. Cause oh, I was yeah. kind of like, I was kind of like, I don't know that they've quit on him, but he's, he's definitely like disappointed us. And like, and then I was just like, Oh, I just like this guy. Like, he's, it's okay. He's, he's just great. like a bro at Hermosa having like a fish taco, you know? <laughs> and he's got that smirk. Yeah. Just that, he's funny. Wasn't there a, a clip where, like him, yes. and, him and yes. Tell me, tell me again. What was well? That? There was like a kind of attractive reporter, and he somehow like caught the eye of the camera, and then she caught his eye, and then he just kind of smirked yeah. at the camera. He did like a Jim from the office, just like <laughs> dead look at the camera. It was just tremendous. That South Bay smirk, South Bay. Yeah. So uh, I'm a hundred percent. I, I am I am giving Lavar Ball credit for the Lakers win over the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> I'm gonna he, sh- he at least deserves a sliver. He deserves he deserves a sliver because he did what you just talked about, which was he pulled the blame off the rest of the team again. Yeah, Sauron's eye moved yep. to the Ball family, which it, is good for the rest of the guys. It was just like this. Well, it looked at Luke, I guess, for a minute, right? Because he directed it at Luke, yeah. but then it took it off the players. Because for Luke Walton, it's like you know whatever, as long as. Like, yeah. as long as management doesn't let me go, I'm your coach. And I think it was this weird... So I've heard uh, analysts talk about it as the, the the fired coach phenomenon. I know betters talk about it as well, where when a coach gets let go, the team often plays better. Not necessarily because the new coach is doing anything right, but because they feel guilty that they got the old oh, coach fired. So this was like a weird right. 30% the version of that. The fired coach without the firing. Right. So you got the coach getting criticized by mainstream media, by LeVar Ball, whose face is freaking everywhere. And so the player's like, oh, well, well, this is like this is our fault. We have to make this better. So they went out and they dunked the crap out of the Atlanta Hawks. Right. I mean, this reminds me of when uh, Gary Payton's dad, Frank Payton, criticized George Carl before is the this, play. You're making this up, aren't Completely you? Completely making this yeah. up. This is an absurd <laughs> scenario where we have to deal with someone's... I uh, think his dad is also named Gary Payton, right? Because uh, probably kid, Gary Payton the third. <laughs> probably. That's what tipped you off was the Frank Payton. Frank Payton. That doesn't Also, Frank right. is always my fake name. <laughs> I gave myself up. No, but just this is such a ludicrous scenario where we have like a helicopter dad from who's in Leith- Lithuania. <laughs> yeah, not even in the country. Like talking about our coach... Like, it's, I don't even know where to start other than the fact that, like, you know, everyone everyone got their panties all in a bunch. Like, Rick Carlisle was like, ah, I strenuously object. Yeah. And it's like... That was fun. Luke, I do feel like Luke is kind of the only guy who really knows the correct antidote to this, which is just to kind of go, like, yeah, this guy's a clown. I'm I'm not even going to get into this. I guess, to me, the 
the issue is because I don't really care about the. It doesn't seem like the team has quit on Luke or anything. I don't. No. I don't give the and the front office certainly hasn't. The thing that only scares me is that if I'm LeBron or Paul George or Demarcus Cousins or whatever, I'm like I'm gonna have to deal with this clown dad. If I come here, it's like it doesn't matter. I even though I'm gonna be the best player by leaps and miles, it's still gonna be mostly about like this kid and his crazy dad and i'm gonna have to like if i have two bad games it's gonna be like well lonzo needs to get the ball lonzo's the number one guy i mean how do we combat this or is this just this is the bed we made and we just have to sleep in it yeah that's a i i didn't think about it from that angle but yeah if i'm one of those guys that would be something crossing like who, my like mind lebron at 33 doesn't need this oh i think lebron could tell lavar ball to shut the hell up and i think he'd probably listen he has and and he hasn't <laughs> lebron had remember he, he Criticized LeBron's like parenting, I think. Did he really? Was, yeah, he like yeah, which was like a real that's a like, li- line. That's a, cross. that's a weird line to cross too. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds like something that might have happened. I think as long as you didn't that's say the thing he I kind of oddly remember. So you, he didn't criticize uh, Frank James, LeBron's strange. No, he would LeBron's never. He brother. would never do that. <laughs> he would never do that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's a weird. Man, something's got to distract this guy. LeVar Ball is not easily distracted from making making headlines for himself. No. I don't no. know. But maybe we're on the up and up. KCP's out of uh, jail, and uh, everyone's healthy. Oh, we, this so, is yeah. good timing, by the way. And then, Eric, uh, jump on yeah. with it. Just got a text from our good buddy Ethan Teller, a diehard Clippers fan, who says, Have fun with Jameel Wilson. I like him very much. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. That was live, live during recording here. All yeah. right. Sorry. Go ahead, Eric. No, I, well, s- since I missed a lot of games in the netherworld, I, w- I was just curious. I had a few questions. Yeah. yeah. Um, one was to you, Dan, like Larry Nance, your boy. I know. I do like Larry. And what, what's what been going on with him? Has Ju- he been Junior? playing? Has he been? <laughs> has he been he's, on, he's on the trade block, apparently. Yeah. But like. Says Woj. What, what's happened? The trajectory, we, we've liked him. He's played pretty well sort of at the beginning then he got hurt and since he's come back it sounds like he just hasn't found his groove is that what's going on i don't know you know all the advanced stats say that he's been really good for the lakers that he's one of the few guys that can put up the sort of hustle stats with the percentages that he's able to do but i don't know i feel like i don't know if you want to say the lakers caved to the julius randall stuff or if they're maybe just trying to shop him around a little bit and they figure the better way to do that is to throw him out there and let him play 28 minutes. I think, uh, I mean, it's going to depend, I guess, a little on who's still on the team after the trade deadline, but I think Larry Nance will be back this year. I think you're going to see him see a, a larger role. Uh, I don't know. I there's, there's no consistency to the rotations, and there hasn't been since day one, so I don't know why I would expect there to be going forward i i do remain confident he's going to be a decent piece of a puzzle and i yeah. hope it's in la see i i think that i think to me it's like between him and randall it's weird because our team like when we have dry spells it's on offense like our problem is offense mostly um even though well our problem yeah, was everything recently, yeah, except but, like a week and a half in there there was just sort of nothing but like our but, defense yeah. at least for the most part most of the season has been good and then it was bad for a, a month but to me, it's like Larry Nance is actually a really useful guy if your team is good. Like, yeah. if you were the Heat in 2011, you would want a Larry Nance guy. A guy who's going to, like, basically he's like Udonis Chris, Haslam. Or Chris Anderson. Yeah, mixed between Udonis right. Haslam and it, Yeah, Chris exactly. Anderson. Like, he's going he's gonna to hustle. He's going to play really good defense. He's going to rebound. And you don't really need him to score. On a team where most of the players aren't that great, 
we just like need Randall's offense. Like we yeah. don't have enough yeah. guys who can create their own offense because Lonzo still refuses to drive, which is unfortunate. So like in this last game, what was really beautiful was watching Brandon Ingram drive, get into the paint, which he's been doing all season, but then kick out. It was the first time I was like, oh, that looks like a pro offense where if we only had guys who could shoot. shoot. Yeah. But even like Lonzo, like we had guys with open shots where they just stood there because Brandon got into the paint and then dished out. So how, that, that was positive. How did Brandon Ingram play over over this stretch of losses? Up and down. Yeah, he disappeared a little bit. But I mean, everyone played poorly. Kuzma couldn't. Gotcha. You know, Kuzma was, started out great and then got cold. Uh, I mean, it was just a all around. I would say Randall was the only guy who kind of played consistently well, but we were getting crushed on defense when he's out there so there was nothing really good to the the only other takeaway that i've found watching them recently is that like the the lonzo josh hart backcourt i really like Hmm. they rebound the out of the ball and you're just kind of like because one of those games the thunder game i think it was we got killed on the boards it was like the first game where we were just like oh no it was the it was the hornets game yeah it was ugly we just got crushed on the boards and then in this last game, we dominated the boards, and I was like, oh, it, that, those two guys just rebound really well, and that's kind of like the missing ingredient. Well, Lonzo's a big piece of that. Like, Tyler Ennis yeah. doesn't rebound. No, Tyler Ennis doesn't, doesn't really do much. He grows a chin-strap beard, but he doesn't rebound. He's not, a, he's not really an NBA player. No. He was the Rockets' like fourth-strings point guard yeah. at one point, and he's our backup point guard. I love Josh Hart. I, I like Josh, Josh Hart, too. It, you know what? This is a hell of a rookie class for the Lakers. Cal Kuzma. Oh, so good. Who's awesome. Your... Yeah. I yep. like Lonzo. Everybody hates Lonzo. I like Lonzo. I love Lonzo. Who's hating on Lonzo? The world hates Lonzo. <laughs> it yeah, doesn't matter what he does. Dumb. The world's dumb. Even the fantasy world should like Lonzo because he's been shooting like 40 uh, Yeah, his shooting is much better. <laughs> he's no, up but his three-point shooting is much better. Yeah, he's been a lot better. If he and Brandon Ingram could figure out how to hit a free throw, Ugh. we might actually win a couple close games. Um, who's your... Who's your? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm all in on Lonzo. Yeah, me too. Oh, all in. Eric, who's your who's your five guys if you could keep to build for the future? If you had to, you could only keep five guys. I would do Ingram, I would do uh Lonzo, Kuzma, Nance, and the fifth. Yeah, I mean I would think Randall. Randall or to me it's Randall or Josh Hart. Yeah. I would go Randall. Yeah. I have the same five. I think I'd sub. I know I love Larry Nance, but I don't know about building around him because he is that complimentary guy. Yeah, to me, him and Hart are kind of the same. Yeah, I think I'd rather have Hart than Nance because I think you can find You're a like Nance a hu- guy. I know I'm a Nance guy, but I think you can <laughs> find Nancy. a hustle guy right. out there. Like he doesn't have to be necessarily homegrown, and and Hart could become. I don't know if special is the right word, but he looks pretty good. And there's actually this weird dearth of shooting guards and small forwards coming into the NBA lately. Uh, it's the ebb and flow of things. There have been a lot of big men and point guards coming in and not that many wing guys. Uh, so so I, I like uh, I like Josh Hart. He's part of this his wave. He feels a need for the NBA. Yeah, right I, like, I like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, so why don't we just talk about the Hawks game? Because the rest of the stuff is just going to make us sad, and I don't really want to get sad. Yeah, we're turning the, it's 2018. We're turning we're, the turning the page. We're turning the page. The Hawks. I don't care if they're they're punting the season. The Lakers beat them by 19. That that means that they weren't they didn't have to give up on purpose 
The yeah, Lakers we, just we beat them. We suck, but they suck a lot worse. Yeah. Uh, so Kuzma had 14 off the bench. Clarkson had 18 off the bench. Lakers, what do they shoot? 56% for the ball game. Hart had 12 in 19 minutes. It was a layup line. It was a layup line. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of ball at 13, 10, and 6. Brooke Lopez had a weird, like, four steal. He had game. a lot of blocks. And two, yeah, two blocks. He had six defensive stats. That was nice. Brandon Ingram had 20 points on seven shots in that game. I love the way he played. His passing was spectacular. Seven assists. Yes. Yeah, and a lot of noted. hockey. And a lot of hockey assists, too. Uh, Julius Randle, 15, 9, and 4. Even he went 7 of 8 at the free throw line. Yep. I mean, things. God, this team is so much better. They shot 80% at the foul line in that game against the Hawks, and that makes such an enormous difference. Well, the free Hawks throws. have terrible free throw defense. <laughs> they, they even they, suck at that. They did, their thunderstick use was yeah, they're terrible. Was subpar. Uh, man, the free throw thing that that bugs the crap out of me. They got to figure out something on that because they probably would have won some of those OT games if yeah. they could shoot. By free the throws. way, you mentioned DeAndre made those four straight free throws. It looks like he's shooting a lot better. I've only seen he's a few up. Everyone is. So is Drummond. Drummond yeah. is way better. He's up yeah. from forty to sixty percent year over That's year. That's big. Uh, I think DeAndre's at like 56 oh, or 7 You know who still sucks is uh, Dwight. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's true. That's nice to see. Some things never change. Uh, no, DeAndre Jordan with a good night yesterday got himself up over 60% again. Yeah, so you're know. right. There is a little bump there. And Dwight Howard for our uh, weekly schadenfreude is still at 55. So even he's actually oh, I up thought like he was worse than that. 3%. His, actually, his field goal percent is God, down. he's annoying. He's... Uh, his, his free throw percent is now higher than his field goal percent. You know, though, uh, for all the talk about Lonzo's ugly shot, you know who has the ugliest shot in the in the league? Like oh, So much so that I gasped when I saw it. Ooh, this is kind of a fun uh, Uglier than game. Lonzo's. Uglier than Lonzo. And I discount, like, guys, you know, like, I'm not going to count, like, Bismack, Biombo or, you know. Like so somebody taking a jump shot then. Yeah, this is a non-center. Oh, man. Someone the Lakers played? Recently. I don't have a clue. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Oh, that, that is, is the ugly ugliest shot. shot I have ever seen. Wasn't he the guy? No, that was Tristan Thompson who had to learn how to shoot with the other hand. So that's a different. That's a yeah. different guy. Uh, for some reason, I thought that was Kid Gilchrist for a minute, but yeah, he does. Oh, have is that shot. thing hideous? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> All right, Lonzo, you got one. Yeah, it's much like the Hawks. To us, it's nice to be the second worst for Lonzo. <laughs> <Lanza. laughs> to me, the story of the rest of the season is going to be defense. You, yeah, you brought this up. I mean. We were top 10 yeah. the first few months of the, the season. Yeah. Now we're dead last or at least one of the worst teams Ugh. in defensive efficiency. I mean, any ideas watching the last few weeks? What What's going on? Is it an effort issue? Is it that yeah. we're... Yeah. I, th- I think it you, is. I think it is effort. Real. I think that... And, I, you know, I, I don't know the, the root behind what's causing the effort lapse. If it was just this stretch of insanely difficult high profile games and then you're like oh the hornets and so you just don't try or if it's young guys running out of gas or if it was injuries yeah. i do think the injuries played a role um, yeah we're, we're giving up ridiculous numbers yeah way too many points i do think the brooke lopez thing oddly hurt us just because we lost an anchor in the middle but i i do think we had the weird like i i honestly i think it was like all the trade chatter i think we got a weird like like disease of me thing happen which is supposed to happen to championship teams but i guess could equally happen to garbage teams because <laughs> my sense of it was everyone was like i gotta get stats mm. because i'm gonna get i'm trying to like boost my value now mm. because this season sucks and they're trying to trade me anyway so i'm gonna get mine and that basically made people go like well defense who gives 
Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to fill up the box score, which yeah. we also didn't do, by the way. But well, I think that's what happened. If we're going to avoid the top five in the pick in the draft, it's got to be on defense. It has to be. And and we so. have no excuse. I mean, we're we're young, and we have 10 guys that can play. Yeah. Also, I was reading some posts from Ohm Young Missick. I, I have no idea how to pronounce that's his a, name. That's he's the Times the, guy? Is this meditation yes. related? or <laughs> <laughs> His you name is just Ohm? Yeah, he's the ESPN staff writer. I uh, think he follows the Lakers. Yes, right. oh, okay. I have okay. no idea how to, to pronounce writer? his name. But yeah, he was posting some statistics to kind of temper the the you know the uh, sky is falling. The sky is falling, and he was saying based on BPI, which I, I don't even know what that stands for. Is that a strength but, of schedule thing? I think it is. Yeah, body but, uh, poop index. <laughs> exactly. Where does where does Duca fit into this? <laughs> <laughs> there that's the next advanced stat i'm mm-hmm. gonna create my own series yeah, of advanced d- like stats. yeah defense <laughs> under like <laughs> center <laughs> association uh no but we were expected to have nine wins by this point instead of 12 we were yeah <laughs> that's based, terrible based on this like weird advanced stat. i actually believe that because the lakers had one of the toughest december's yeah, we did. And we were favored in December to win 2 of 14, oh, which I think wow. we won 2 of 14. Yeah, I think we may have even won three. Maybe, yeah. Uh, well, that's promising. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's try to rattle off some wins here, I guess. We're uh, we're tied for this, the second worst record in the league right now. So at least there with are the Sa- Hawks. With Sacramento? With the Memphis Grizzles. Ooh. We are God, a, we should be better than them, right? We are a well, half game. We're a half game worse. No, no. Excuse me. We're uh, we're better than the Orlando Magic, too. Yeah. Ooh, and they, they had a hot start. They did have a hot start. That was, man, that was fool's gold. The Magic are twelve and twenty-eight. The Lakers are twelve and twenty-seven. The Grizzlies are also twelve and twenty-seven. So we're actually tied for the third worst record with a single win. We could we could be the fourth worst team. Uh, we're only a game back of the Memphis or the uh, the Dallas Mavericks. So a simple victory there, and and potentially we could jump over that club. The Bulls are fourteen and twenty-seven, but they've actually been playing a little bit better. We're game back of them. And the Kings are thirteen and twenty six, so this becomes a big avoid the Celtics pick game tonight. We've got to, we've got uh, to bring up another big piece of news, which is most relevant to this podcast is Andrew Bogut. Oh, uh, all right, uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Well, yeah, you're dead to me now. <laughs> <laughs> well, remind the the listeners what the relevance yeah, of so, this was. So my cousin David Bauman is Andrew Bogut's agent. <laughs> So he's back to work is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to look for a new deal. Andrew Bogut was uh, put on waivers by our team, put out to pasture, uh, Mm. so he can pursue a playoff team, which is theoretically not our team, which is why I'll have Frosted Tips and audition for The Voice (laughs) later this year. Um, But so anyway, I had him penciled in as one of our podcast guests, so that's probably out the window. (laughs) And I had him penciled in for maybe a couple tickets at some point this season, and that's out the window. So everything came up. For old Eli. <laughs> Duca, 2018. Yeah, it took yeah. a big Duca right on my face. <laughs> that was... Oh, man. Where's Bogut going to land, you think? Uh, the Bucks came to mind. I don't know why. Yeah, that's a good idea because they're like He's been defensive-minded. There. Yeah. He was been there. Feels or, like or, a spur. Like, feels like he, ha- he hasn't been on the spurs yet. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, maybe, like, Gold- maybe he'll go back to Golden State because... Well, how much would a team need to pay him? I don't understand. Seems like not very much because the Lakers still have to pay him whatever yeah, it he seems was like get. the minimum or whatever. Hmm. But 
you know, out with the old and in with Jamil Williams. Is that his name? Uh, no Wilson, I believe. Jamil Wilson. Jamil Wilson. Yeah. Can't he, wait. Can't wait for the Jamil Wilson era. Uh, I don't even know how tall he is. So I'm gonna. He's six seven. Oh, so he's a swing man. He's a swing man. Oh, right. Lord knows we don't have an, enough six seven guys. <laughs> By the way, you you brought up the bet, and uh, I had a few brilliant ideas on my retreat. Oh, good. I had nothing. Yeah, really... this is this is what should have been occupying your mind. <laughs> it was yeah. It was not through the in the it stillness. It was not freedom from suffering. It was <laughs> it was weird. My process. suffering. <laughs> it was Eli's suffering, and well, the the it started because. Before the retreat, I had hand, foot, and mouth disease, right, and I had like gross. all these weird lesions around my mouth. Mm. So I wanted to shave, but I couldn't shave my mouth region. Oh. <laughs> so I had whatever I can pass for a goatee, uh-huh. which so <laughs> it was ridiculous. But then I was thinking, you know, to celebrate this season, wouldn't it be great if we had an end of year bash, a party for this podcast? Ooh, I like it. I love it. And the theme is. Everyone has to dress like Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> is it really nice? What does that have Every- to do with the Lakers? That's like easing Eli well, into the frosted tips and goatee thing. So everybody's yeah, got it for one exactly. day, and then and the then next he, day he's alone. Then Eli- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you rather have it for a week and then we finish with you, or do you want to <laughs> have the party first and then have the the, the look for? Why a week do I have out? to do this for a party and then have to do it later? <laughs> I have to do this twice? It's all part of... Well, I, where well, was I was trying to soften the blow for you. Like, everyone's got to have the look now for at least I don't uh, find, a few hours. I don't find any pleasure in yeah, other the, people's pain. This That's is not like, how I work. This is like the scene in, uh, in Billy Madison. gesture, though. Where Adam Sandler urinates on himself so that the kid feels better about Guy it. Guy Fieri has yeah. nothing to do with the Lakers. Well, Zero. The, no, it has to do with the bet that right. you were supposed to have frosted tips and a goatee. Right. And I just thought that would be an amazing themed party where <laughs> everyone, women included... Have a goatee and frosted tips. Do we have to eat <laughs> garbage grease food? Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of. Oh, it, I'm behind it. <laughs> so Eric was having nightmares in his silence about e-life in a room full of people it. that look exactly like Guy Fieri. Yeah. Yeah, that is a nightmare. Now I'm gonna have that nightmare. Uh, what was the original? What were the terms originally? How long does Eli have to have? We the haven't we haven't tips? put it in writing yet, but we'll we'll work this out yeah. over the course of the season. Did you ever find out the the terms of? My end of the bet? No, because it's irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, it's we all right. know you're I'll not going to lose the bet. I'll have to do something if they, if they fall two to five to the Celtics. Okay, yeah. We'll, we'll work up another bet. Th- that's we all going to be sad. Yeah, yeah. We, should, we should go to Disneyland if that happens. <laughs> yeah. We should treat ourselves. Yeah, treat yourself. It's, uh, we're only eight games out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, who knows? It's still, you know, remember the the Heat were like, what, 10 and 30, and then they went 30 and 10? So it's yeah. possible. By the way, yeah. I know divisions aren't really a thing anymore in the NBA, but the Pacific Division is <laughs> so ridiculous. Right, it's like you have Golden Kings. State with like mm. 33 wins, then yeah. you have the Kings, the Lakers, the Suns, and Ugh. the Clippers. Garbage. Oh. That's the most ridiculous That is such garbage. That's yeah. such trash. Only one of those. Wow, that's a crazy. Only one team in that division is in the playoffs right now. Yeah. Yeah, you have the best team and then like five, four of the worst teams in the league. That's a crazy note. I hadn't noticed that. What what are uh, now? I want to go through and see like what the fewest number of teams in any division. It's got to be that one. But I wonder if anybody else is sitting on a one burger. Probably not. Hey, are you guys ready to play play a, a quick little game? I am absolutely ready. All right, I don't want to run out of time here. Okay, that's fine. Well, wait, quick uh, one by one here. Thoughts on the Kings game coming up tonight? Let's see how close we can get to to nailing this bad boy. Let me get let me give you guys the line for the game, and you, that'll maybe give us a little bit to work with. 
Uh, Vegas has the Lakers by seven Ooh. with a final total of 212 points combined between the two teams. So the math on that puts it about Lakers 110, Sacramento 102. That is the current line. Sounds about, sounds about right to me. You think that's you think that's pretty? Though close? I'm surprised we're favored by that much. But. Sacramento is on a back to back, so normally it would be five uh, five ish. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to win by about seven to. P- sure. All right, Eric. I think we're going to win. I would say would be closer than that. The yeah, thing I'd I'm say more like five to seven. Yeah, the so thing tight. I'm more interested in is how many shots is Willie Cauley Stein going to completely miss the rim by? Where he just like <laughs> chucks it off the back. He crushed us though last game. Remember that. He was all over the place against yeah. us. But, yeah, he oh, cannot yeah, shoot. You know what I like? Know a bunch of guys who can't shoot because De'Aaron Fox can't shoot either. Yeah, no. And George Hill is out uh, for the birth of a child. Ooh. The you know, know, if we do not win this game. Oh, yeah, goodness. we've got to beat these guys. Jesus. Uh, you know what I do like about this, though? And then let's. Uh, then I want to play a game. Uh, that was very saw of me. Pretend I didn't say it like that. I want to play a game. <laughs> uh, you are a murderer. <laughs> Come on. Um, I like how much Lakers and Kings fans are still into this thing, even though we're two total dumpster fire teams. Yeah, well, that's that hatred th- is always there. Yeah, but I think that there's also hatred amongst dumpster fire teams. We like, can- I'm, I hate the Suns now this year. <laughs> I hate the Suns, too, because Devin Booker... Doesn't Devin Booker look like the villain in every high school coming he, of he age really, movie? He really does. That's that face. <laughs> he really does. He's a slappable face on that kid. Yeah, he looks like, he, like he's from Meteor Man. <laughs> he's like another bad creation from Meteor Man. I thought... Uh, like one of the like John Tucker must die or something. Like he'd be yeah, in the, he'd true. be in the cool kid yeah. group. Devin yeah. Booker just like like if they, that name sounds like it too. Yeah, like Devin if they Booker. made another just, Karate Kid, he'd be like oh, the, like yeah. the, the you, Cobra Kai like diversity. Yeah, without question, man. I, yeah, Devin Booker drives me crazy. All right, let's play a game. Oh, you ready? Yeah, Eli, bring us in. Let's do it. All right, welcome to another stirring edition of. Name that Laker. I'm your host, Chick Hernia. <laughs> You're really going to keep going with that one, aren't you? Just keep on going with it. <laughs> I forgot that that was a thing. And to my left is Dan Bespers, player one. And to my right is Eric. Hey, Noble. <laughs> so the way this game works, I have a Laker in mind. I will get you guys to guess that Laker, and then once you have guessed it, you have command of the board. We will alternate questions, and the winner wins nothing. Are you ready to play? I am. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. An abrupt (laughs) ending. I could have faded it out probably, but who knows. Okay, so I'm going to name you some facts. When you're ready, just buzz in with your voice, and away we go. Mm. This Laker led the entire league in field goal percentage in 1992 at 56%. He attended Cal State Fullerton University. Oh, my God. He was an all-star on the Lakers in 1995, and he was never an all-star again. Eddie Curry. That is incorrect. Eldon Campbell? Also incorrect. Eddie Jones. What am I saying? Yeah, I was going to say Eddie Curry. <laughs> yeah. Eddie Curry. Later and never uh, a Laker. Outside he was heart. a second round Cedric pick. Ceballos. Cedric oh. Ceballos oh, is correct. I, I went with the Spanish pronunciation. Eric went with 
<laughs> Cedric, Cedric I, I, I think that means like Cedric, Cedric onions or something. Ceboyos. Ceboyos. Wow, Cedric Sabalos is correct. Field goal wow. percentage. I didn't know that. He sure did, Dan. <laughs> That's he amazing. Sure he was an all-star? Oh, my goodness. He was goodness. an all-star okay. in 1995. Like six, seven or something like that? Sorry, Eric. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, nicely done. Even with my Spanish pronunciation. How tall was Cedric Sabal? Is that one of your questions? I don't want to jump ahead No, that here. is not one of my questions. Wasn't he not that big? I think he was like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six, and he maybe. led the league in field goal percentage. I know that. I, thought, I also That's found incredible. that surprising. That's why it was my first one. I good. didn't want to tip it. That was a good misdirection. All right, Eric. You have control of the board. Let's do it. Are you ready Damn for you, your Eric. first question? I am. Give it to me. <laughs> Cedric Sabalos won the nineteen ninety two slam dunk contest with a blindfolded dunk. He attempted to defend his crown in nineteen ninety three, but came in third. Who won that dunk contest? Was Brent it Barry? Now hold on, I'm gonna give oh, you okay. choices. Oh, that nice. is one of the choices. Oh great. Sean Kemp. Mm. Harold Miner. Isaiah Ryder. Or Brent Barry. Oh, goodness. Oh. Well, Brent Barry definitely won it once. Yes. And how? Where, what was his dunk? He remember? did the free throw line yeah, dunk. Yeah, so super lame dunk. Harold Miner, did he win it? He was like the he had a lame baby Jordan stuff. Isaiah Ryder. I'm going with Isaiah Ryder. Uh-oh. Ooh. Oh, that is a goofy noise. <laughs> Incorrect. Dan. Uh, for the steal. I don't think it's... Mm. I'm gonna go, dude. I thought Harold Miner was before that. Maybe not. I'm gonna go Harold Miner. Harold Miner oh, is that... correct. Yeah. That dude couldn't even dunk. No, he couldn't. <laughs> Harold Miner won two slam dunk contests. Wow. Hmm. I don't know why I thought it was earlier than that. I guess that's a long time ago now. So Dan, you have control of the board. I'd like to. Are you ready for your? Do, do I get question? to pick? I want to pick a category. Nope. <laughs> Non-Herald Miner. You have no questions. control of this. <laughs> Cedric Sabalos played in all of the following countries except... Oh, my God. Russia, the Philippines, Serbia, and Israel. He played in all of the following countries except... Mm. I'm just... Uh, this is a total shot in the dark, so I was trying to, like, read vocal tone, but I think you did a pretty good job of covering it up. Yes, don't, uh, don't try to... Infer. The Philippines felt like a weird one, so I'm going to think that he probably did play there because okay. I feel like that's sure. a weird one to make up as yes. uh, to throw into the mix. Uh-huh. Russia has a lot of basketball. Hold on, I'm going to play. Thinking, Israel has a team. Maccabee Tel Aviv, maybe Cedric Sabalos representing our stars of David. Uh, and I already. Oh, Serbia. Uh, I'm. Go- <laughs> Maybe I should turn th- Here, allow me to help with the mixer board with that one. If you want to give me some thinking music again, I've turned the volume down. Uh, I'm going to go with... Oh, that's nice. That's pleasant. There it is. I, I, feel, like I, can, I feel like I can think with that going on. But <laughs> that is thinking music. Uh, I'm going to go with the one that feels obvious and say Russia. That is incorrect. Oh, Eric, for the steal. Serbia. Serbia. Serbia is... Correct. Dan, I thought you were going with Serbia. I you, know. you were going in that direction. I was going in the ones that I thought were more <laughs> yeah. likely. You led me to the trough. I did. That's fine. All right. It's a team sport. Eric, <laughs> you have control of the board. In 1996, Cedric went AWOL for a game between the Lakers Lake and Havasu. the Seattle. Lake Havasu. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll finish the question. Where did he disappear to? Big Bear, Lake Arrowhead, West Covina, or Lake Havasu? <laughs> I want to say West Covina to represent Randy Noble, but it was Lake Havasu. Eric, that is correct. What was what was the, the context of this? He rented a houseboat with his family. There was no context. <laughs> he claimed he just needed to get away. <laughs> yeah. He went all Derrick Rose on it before Derek Rose was Derek Rose. Eric, well done. Dan, the next question is mm. to you, sir. Man. Cedric Sabalos guest starred in a one episode arc of which 90s sitcom? Oh my god. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. No. Living Single. Maybe. Martin Maybe. or Friends. I'm going to go with I feel like I've seen every episode of Fresh Prince and I I don't remember seeing Cedric Sabalos in that. Uh, I definitely have not seen every episode of Martin or Living Single. And I think my wife has gone to sleep watching Friends so much that I've seen every episode of that show, too. So I'm going to go with... Mm. I'm going to go with Martin. Martin is incorrect. Eric, for the steal. Did Living I miss- Single. Living Single <laughs> is correct. <laughs> I, my coin flips are going very this, poorly. This is great. Eric oh. with a three to one lead. <laughs> Son of a bee. Wow. I really shouldn't have said all those things about I Fresh know. Prince. Well your talking done. out loud is really helpful to me. God, I know. You're really good. A- good. I like knowing your thought process. <laughs> I'm, Eric, I'm really the, good at getting it down to two choices you and then are. biffing it. Eric, the next question goes to you. Yeah. We have three questions remaining. Cedric Sabalos played for the Lakers from 1994 to 1997. Which of the following was his coach during this time? Oh. Was it Magic Johnson, Randy Fund, Del Harris, or Bill Bertka? I got to go with Del Harris. Del Harris is correct. Yes. Yes. That was that one I might have actually gotten right. Because I think that's why he disappeared to Lake Havasu. It was. They had, was his coach. they had professional conflicts. <laughs> yeah. So I think you just won. But you got questions. Let's keep yeah. going here. All right. Damn it. Dan, this <laughs> next question is for you. Now I can definitely talk out loud because I got no hope. Cedric Ceballos <laughs> appeared on what American game show? Oh, Survivor. No. Shark Tank. No. Celebrity Family Feud. Maybe. Or The Amazing Race. I'm going to go with Celebrity Family Feud. Also wrong. Son of a gun. <laughs> Incorrect. Eric for the steal. I didn't talk this one through. Wow. Uh, Amazing Race? Oh, that is wow. correct. Who did incredible. he go on he with? He appeared yeah. with teammate Sean Marion wow. of the Phoenix Suns. That's so They weird. were never on the same team at the same time. But <laughs> Wow. Did, Sorry. <laughs> how far did they get? I have no idea. I do not have that information in front of me. <laughs> That's but they incredible. appeared on The Amazing Race. Eric no is a, in a runaway. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm so, Eric, you have throttled. control of the board Let's for the final it. question. I did the seventh much better final with question. Stroge. Yeah. Cedric Sabalos appeared twice. <laughs> you just wanted to say Cedric Sabalos yeah, as much I as sure possible. Yeah, I sure did. Cedric Sabalos. On the 90s hip-hop basketball album, B-Ball's Best Kept Secret, he <laughs> okay. sang track six, Flow On, with Warren G. Really? <laughs> Which I will now play for you. Oh, I love Warren G. Hey, do I need to censor this at all? Outstanding. I mean, I don't know, but you gotta let it roll. Is that Cedric? That's Cedric. It's not Warren G. 
That's smooth. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to give you a little sample. He also appeared on track 16, You Don't Stop, with which other NBA player Ooh. of the time? Oh, no. Brian Shaw, <laughs> J.R. Ryder, Gary Payton, or Dana Barros? Or Frank Payton. Or Frank Payton. You Don't Stop. Don't um, stop. J.R. Ryder. That is incorrect. Dan, can you get the steal? This is worth five points. <laughs> I'm going to go with Gary Payton because you said his name earlier in the show. That is incorrect. Oh, oh, for the double steal. <laughs> Who are the other two? Dana Barrows and... J.R. Ryder, Brian Shaw, Gary oh. Payton, or Dana Barrows. Brian Shaw is random enough that I'm going with Brian yeah, Shaw. Be Brian that Shaw. is incorrect, <laughs> Dan, <laughs> for the triple steal. It's Dana Barrows. It is Dana wow. Barrows. Wow. wow. Dana Barrows. We really didn't want to pick Dana Barrows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is that song. As an extra bonus, I just want to tell you the following songs and people on that. There was a song called Check It, which was just Dana Barrows, who I believe is rapping right now. Lost in the Sauce by Malik Seeley. Oh, Malik Seeley. Mike Check 1-2 by Shaq and Al Scratch. A song called Earl the Goat that has no artist on it. Flow On with Cedric Sabalas and Warren G. Anything Can Happen by Brian Shaw. Oh. Something to Groove To by Chris Mills. (laughs) From the Bay to L.A. by Sway and King Tech. What the Kid Did by Jason Kidd and Money B. Oh. Funk in the Trunk by J.R. Ryder. <laughs> Some, something called Fat Swoosh. All Night Party by Dennis Scott. Living Legal <laughs> and Large Three by D's Gary Payton. Uh, oh, so all of the other choices were on the album. And then, and then this song, yes, they were all taken from the album. Wow. And then You Don't Stop by Grand Poobah, Sadat X, AG, Diamond D, Dana Barrows and Cedric What's Sabalas. the name of this album? This is amazing. This album is called B-Ball's Best Kept Secret, and don't worry, I ordered it today. <laughs> <laughs> the, secret is, the secret is out, man. The secret is out. So thank you guys for another rousing game of Name That Laker. Mm. Woo! Maybe some words from the victor. Yeah, Eric, anything to say about Destroy. who won the first round? I think I got that one. Okay, so you guys, the, so the okay. season series is it was, tied. It was much more hotly contested than round two. <laughs> yeah, this one was a runaway for Eric. How did you feel? You, you were really locked in on Cedric. Yeah, no, I mean, with the meditation, I'm really able to <laughs> lock into the answers. and Yeah. Well, very impressive. And from all of us here at Name That Liquor, adieu. <laughs> all, all right. right, well, that's about that. That was yeah. good. Uh, I'm bad at uh, at guessing, apparently. When I think I... it's a lot of the luck of the draw. This one was hard. I made this one a little harder because you guys good. got everything right in the first first round. I appreciated the difficulty. Yeah. I felt good about getting it down to two choices most of the time and yeah. then uh, promptly distra- <laughs> like shooting myself in the foot and <laughs> handing, handing the question over. But, yeah, uh, Cedric Ceballos. Cedric Ceballos. Led the league in field goal percentage. I didn't know that. Yeah, who knew? You learn something new. All the time here. I also didn't know about basketball's best-kept secret. Uh, B-ball's. B-ball's best-kept secret. B-ball's best-kept secret. Laker game starts in an hour from when we're recording this thing right now. Nice. I'm excited about that. Me too. Two in a row would be nice. We need it, and I think we're going to get it. The Lakers take on the Spurs on Thursday, which is likely a defeat. Have we played them yet? I don't think so. I don't think we have. They don't have Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I think we have a chance against them. 
That feels like a, a weird game that Greg Popovich will sit everyone. That's our only hope. If it's a back-to-back or something for them. I'm excited to see Powell. I like Powell. Oh, Powderpuff. Yeah, he's... Uh, I like Powell. He got picked on for no reason. I haven't he really watched their, their, their games this season, but apparently he's playing pretty well. Yeah. yeah. It's a good fit for him out there. Yep. Just quietly going about his it business. Seems like a spur, yeah. Uh, we take on the Mavs on the road on Saturday. W. That's one that's very winnable. They've been playing a little bit better, but still not great. We've got the Grizzlies on the road on Monday. W. We'll probably have a pod between now and then. W. And the Thunder <laughs> on the road. L. <laughs> a week from Wednesday. Big L. But again, we'll uh, we'll talk before that one. Still, our schedule this month is, on the whole, significantly easier. we got Pacers, Knicks, Celtics, uh, Bulls, Raptors. Magic, Nets, Thunder again. Suns, Thunder again. Jesus. This this gets us basically to uh, Valentine's Day. And then the Mavs again. So if you eliminate the fact that we play the Thunder every other game. Right. I mean, that means we could go 500, right? Yeah, we got it. <laughs> Get them right where we want them. I'm okay with it. Uh, I, guess we can, I guess we can wrap this bad boy up. Yeah, let's wrap it. Final thoughts? Anyone? Nope. Nope. No. Do let's, it. Let's beat the Kings. <laughs> beat the Kings. Who brought us in? You want to take us out? I mean, I just did it as a game show announcer. Oh, all right. You want me to take that and cut it and pull it to the end of the show? <laughs> no, I mean, we can still lance it. All right. Who wants to... Who wants to... Oh, uh, Hoopball Lakers. I forgot to say that early in the show. Follow at Hoopball Lakers. Yeah, follow it. At Eli Bauman, at Dan Bespers, yep. at uh, Hoopball Tweets. Like our show. And yeah, like, like our show. show. Oh, yeah. Like, rate ooh. us. Yeah. Rate, rate us review. and review us. Rate and review, especially Please. if you like it. If you don't like it, maybe don't rate it. Uh, I don't care. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Just I want some voices out there. Yeah. We're Let not know speaking. You're there. We're not just speaking into the void. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's not the void. It's Albert. Oh, Albert yeah. yeah. Albert's got. Albert her back. listens to every show. Uh, all right, Stu, take us out. For all of us here at Hoopball Lakers, wish you a good night and a good win against the Sacramento Kings. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.